What's up, gang? My name is Chase. And my name's Luke. And we are Crooked, Crooked Sticks. Sticks. Back for season two, episode six. six. So Number six. Number six, man. And, and so, so we're doing a little bit different. Yeah. Um, we are going to, all of a sudden, this video is going to cut, and Chase and his brother Brandon are going to be sitting here. Yes, sir. And we are so excited. Um, to have this this testimony it's gonna be amazing long time coming so let's cut to the chase Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right dude. all right guys we're here i got my brother brandon today what's up this is brandon <laughs> this is brandon <laughs> and uh brandon dude we've been we've been waiting for this for a long time brandon's i've been wanting him to come on and just share his testimony because i feel like there's power in that and so it's gonna be it's gonna be cool man i'm excited for it that's the proof of jesus christ right that's right the testimony so, so i'm pumped man i'm stoked and so right. um there's things you know it's funny because my brother so he's 17 years older than i am 15 are you 15 Ma yeah. always said 17 she just made you old dude she, she's crazy <laughs> how old are you right now 44, but I turn 45 in a couple 15 weeks. years older than me. I've been lied to my whole life, dude. It's all a lie. <laughs> so 15 years older than me. But regardless, so I didn't, like, there's bits and pieces of his life that I've heard, but I don't know all of it, right? So I'm learning things, too, kind of as we go, which is really cool. But yeah. um, I'm just excited because he's been through a lot, and it can impact. I know for a fact it can impact someone's life on the other side of this camera. So uh i'm excited for it so before we start we're gonna pray it up um and then we'll we'll dive into it yeah is that cool yeah all right dude i'll open us up heavenly father thank you for this thank you for this time thank you for my brother uh man i love this guy and i love what you've done in his life lord you have pulled him through darkness and uh and you've brought so much light to his life um, and, and it's just so cool that we're here right now and he can share some of that darkness that he walked through darkness that other people might be in right now. And, uh, Lord, I just pray that you would give him clarity to, to speak truth and, and, and just share his heart, um, whatever's on his heart, Lord, and, uh, and reach people that could be listening. So again, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your son, Jesus. It's in his name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You ready? <laughs> So the first yep. question, the first thing that Luke and Luke Luke brought this question up, I thought it was sweet. Yeah. Introduce your old self. My old self? Your old self. Before oh. Jesus, growing up, like your upbringing, what you, you know, things you were into, who were you? Who was Brandon before Jesus? I had no fear of the world. <laughs> yeah. I still don't. Yeah. Still don't fear the world. But I yeah, I didn't fear anyone out of my own spite, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all the, out of all the things before and after, there was a time in my life where I came to the Lord and I walked away. Mm. I walked away out of worldly desires. Sure. And uh, the first time I came around to Christ, it wasn't a good foundation built. Yeah. It just wasn't a good foundation. Sure. Got caught up in that prosperity crap. So if anybody's out there prosperity preaching, 
<laughs> that's a that's a no no. Yeah. Jesus is the only way to prosper, and He'll prosper you how He wants to prosper you, not the way you want to be prospered. Yeah. Does that make sense? I like it. Yeah. Heck yeah. Because you know this is His life. It, it's not our life. He purchased this life. Right. Right. Yep. He purchased this life, so it's not ours in the first place. Right. Everything we have, everything we get, worldly or non-worldly, is a gift from him. Yep. Right? 100%. Yeah. That's right. It ain't nothing we did. Right. Right? Absolutely. So I'd say my old self, yeah, I just wasn't scared of the world, but yeah. I was a part of the world. Yeah. That's who I was. I was racked out in drugs and yeah, all the bad stuff you could probably think of. Yeah. You know? And when did you, so like, so like, cause I know bits and pieces of this, right. But like drugs, what, what even got you into drugs? Like what, how was that introduced to you? What made you go, okay, I'm going to lean into that. Escape. Sure. Escape from our home. Yeah. Escape from the abuse. Escape from, escape from the, just the torments of life, I guess. Yeah. You don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. So growing up, you know, mom worked at Anderson Windows and and I was she worked a a swing shift, but it was every two weeks she worked days, then second, yeah. then third. I remember that, yeah. So I was always babysat. I never was with mom. Yeah. I was either with my grandma, my aunt, strangers, neighbors, you know. Yeah. It was never nobody psychotic or anything maybe <laughs> right. a couple thankfully yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i lived i survived right but you know every time i had to deal with something mom wasn't always there right so i learned to deal by myself yeah i still have that that thing today where if i'm overwhelmed i try to just i cut everybody out yeah i try to deal with it on my own way but that's not the way that's not the right way right being out in the open wearing everything on your sleeve and being truthful and honest with yeah. everything. That's the way to deal with it. Absolutely. Up front. Yeah. In, in Christ's power. Yeah. Not your own. Yeah. Nothing ever on your own. Did you ever, did you ever at, at any point, did you ever feel like there was no turning back from your life when you were drugged out? Yeah. Like, yeah I used to ever, sell did, drugs and yeah, the, the drug life was bad. It was really bad. I don't even remember half of it. Yeah, I believe it. So if you're watching and I hurt you, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry, because there's probably quite a few of you. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I could imagine being in that in that position and feeling like there's no, there's no way out. No, and like there wasn't no way out. You know. Yeah. And I was very, uh, with my friend group, I was very influential. Mm. Always influential to do the most evil. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. I was the one that said, let's go do this bad stuff. Let's go do yeah. that bad stuff. And everybody was always like, yeah. <laughs> we had a blast, <laughs> half of it. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was crazy, you know, but. Because I remember Ma telling me stories about she'd wake up and her car would be gone and <laughs> you'd be out just cruising <laughs> yeah. around. And yeah, that was like that since I was like 12, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jeez. yeah, mom had, a, mom had a rough life for me Yeah. there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Sorry. I gotta take a drink. I'm no, still getting good. over you're a good. cold. Yeah. So, okay. So going through kind of the upbringing, obviously I, I know that side of it. I know the rough, the rough home life, yeah. drugs, all that. Um, 
did you going through any going through all of that? Did you ever feel like God was calling you to Him? Well, through that stuff, through those experiences, that tug. not till the end. Okay, I was like between like the ages of like fifteen to eighteen. It was prime. It was prime hellion territory. Yeah, yeah. But if I. I should have died like a million times. Looking back right now on my life, Jesus has saved me besides the cross. He has saved me (laughs) and saved me and saved me. Over and over again. Oh, yeah. I I probably should have been in prison for Mm. many, many times for many things. I probably should have had it way worse than I ever had it for getting into trouble and things like that. You know, so actually now now that, you know, I know Jesus and I hang with him all the time, and I look back, and or I even read my Bible, and certain little things come up. You and you sit there, and you go, "Man, you've been with me yeah. for a while, right. for a clip, right?" You know, so yeah. But towards the end of the drug era, let's say, uh, my cousin—I had a cousin, Chad—he kept calling me and calling me and calling me. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. I hang up on him. Yeah. He called. This is back before. Like cell phones were legit. So you were just blowing them off. Yeah, actually, like, I yelled at him. I was like, "I'll, I'll, I'll f you up, man. Stop talking to me really? about Jesus. Yeah, which stop, is, stop, stop. Which yeah. is like hearing you guys talk now. I could never imagine you saying that to him. Yeah, yeah, because we're actually we're pretty close. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're for sure. close with you know quite a few of my cousins, but right. Yeah, I think uh, that was. It, I think that's how it came. It came out of the compassion of my family. Because my grandma, grandma used to pray for me all the time, mom. Yeah. All that stuff like that, you know, and <laughs> yeah, I think back and just go, yeah, God's been there for, Jesus has been there for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I don't think he, like, I didn't think I know that he was calling me. Sure. Looking back, I know. Yeah. Now that I know. Now you see it. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't in the middle of it. No, because you're while he was doing no, it. you're in the darkness, right, man. Right. You're you're in the darkness. Yeah. And if there is any light, you don't want to see it. Right. Because it calls you out. Convicts you. Yeah. 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 And that's what the Holy Spirit does. Right. The Holy Spirit was sent to convict us of our sins to draw us right to Christ closer to His image. Yeah. Right. Yep. But to fully draw you, to fully draw you. Yeah. Remember that. It's at least cool. to fully. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. So then, so did you ever respond to Chad? Did you ever cave? Were you ever like, all right, dude? I did because of something that (laughs) happened. Yeah. So (laughs) this is the story. This is the story that changed my life. So this would be, this would be how, how you gave your life to Christ or when you finally did. Yeah. This is how it happened. Okay. So... (laughs) So I was out with my buddy Gumby one night. Gumby. Yeah. yeah. Jim. He's a good dude. And uh, there was nothing going on. I think it was like a Wednesday night or something. It was, yeah. I don't even remember. Uh, I think Church I was. Church youth group night. Yeah. Was, dude. I think I was working for Uncle Wally at the time. Yeah. Just like driving tractors here and there. And how old are you? Uh, 18. Okay. Actually, I don't even think I was working for Uncle Wally at that time. I was selling drugs is what I was doing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Selling drugs. Yeah. I didn't yeah. need anything else. 
So anyways, uh, uh, before I start the story, I want you to know that my mom had two birds, those cockatoos. Mm, yeah. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when my mom, at night, went before she'd go to bed, she would put the sheet over the birds. Yep. And the birds were silent all night. It, you'll need to know that later yeah, in the story. Yeah, that's huge. That's a good part. Yeah. So anyways, uh, me and Gumby are all driving around, and I, I think I had like a beer. I didn't smoke weed. I didn't smoke meth. I didn't do anything. Yeah. And snort cocaine. I didn't. I didn't do anything that night. We kind of just drove around in silence. It was strange. Yeah. It was a really odd night. Nobody was out. We couldn't find anybody. You know, in, in the yeah. drug world, that's weird. That is weird. Because I, I would imagine. You know, yeah. like Tuesday night, it's like roller skating. You yeah. know, like it's it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Everybody's up to do anything right, on, right. you know, Meth Night USA. Right. So, <laughs> right. so I was just like, hey, man, bring me home. I think it was like, I think it was like 9 30, 10 o'clock at night when I came home. I came home, my bedroom was downstairs, and I go. I remember that room. Yeah. Yep. That room should probably have like holy water sprayed over it and burned. It should. Right, dude. Yeah. Uh, For sure. I don't even know if the house should be like sanctioned right now. Right. It should be like you know, <laughs> right. holy water. Right. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I uh, I get home. I prepare myself for bed and I, my room's really dark because I'm in the basement, right? Yep. So the only light that I ever had in my room was my VCR light. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's just like casting off. Light. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing there. Yeah. And then I had like my little red, my little red light, which was on my alarm clock. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it was dark. Yeah, it was black. Yeah, my my one little window because it was like I an illegal the room. Window. Yeah, yeah, that was underneath the deck, so right. it was like no fire, <laughs> no escape. escaping. Yeah, never it's all mind. For show. Dead if the fire, it's all for sure. House burns yeah. down. <laughs> I had no way out, but right. whatever. <laughs> But so anyways, my room's really dark, just naturally yeah. dark. So this this is how it goes. I shut my light off. I crawl into my bed. And I always lay on my back first. It's every night yeah. when I crawl into bed. As soon as I crawl in the bed and I get comfortable, I open up my eyes. Because my eyes have now adjusted to the darkness. And uh, this is what I see. My my TV is like at the foot of my bed, basically. Yep. And also the door into my bedroom is at the foot of my bed. Behind me is a coffee table. That is my headboard, and be and then like a little space past that is my dresser against yep. the wall, and then there's a closet. So my bed is actually the right side of my bed is up against the wall. Yep. So it was like a long rectangular, long horseshoe style walking through my room kind of thing yeah yeah so i lay in bed i close my eyes i open my eyes you know what would he do but then all of a sudden my vcr light kind of just slowly dims out slowly yeah dims out and i'm like i'm like what is going on my vcr light actually goes down to nothing and i kind of like lift my head up like what yeah. Did it just like, did my VCR just die, man? You know how many movies I watch every <laughs> right. night? You know, but this night I chose not to. It's odd. This was an odd night. Yeah. Just everything about it. So my VCR light just kind of dims out. And this black 
like figure from the floor to my ceiling. It was like a shaft of light, probably like a foot wide. Yeah. Like stood in front of my VCR light. Sure. Stood in front. That's why it went down. No, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? It's dark in my room. And this thing's darker than you can the, darkness the darkness in my room. Right. And it's just a shaft of light, a perfect little sh- up to my ceiling, foot wide. And when I noticed this, I was like, whoa. And it was like I knew where to look. I looked at my door because when I looked at my door, in yeah. walking through my door, which was closed, was a white shaft of light, the same exact size as the black one. Yeah. Same in every way except this one. It wasn't like, oh, bright light, like someone's got a flashlight on me. It was like a dull white. Yep. Like it, I could see that it was light, and I could see that this one was black, and then there was the darkness of my room, right? Yeah. Right. As soon as I saw this, this white one walks in through my door and stops. Like it looks at the black one. <laughs> you know, I can't tell. They look like sh- poles of light crying right, out. Right, Dark light, white light, you know, whatever. Immediately, the white one goes to the white, goes to the black one, and they become gray. They like in inside, in and out of each other. And I'm like, what is going on? And all of a sudden, it's like my head got heavy, and I put my head back in my pillow, and my white ceiling, which barely cast any whiteness to it, had a big, like, black blob floating up there. And I was like, what is that? Like, I'm talking to myself, like, what is that? Now, mind you, this is like 40 seconds after I've crawled into bed. And you're not tripping. And I'm not tripping. I'm not <laughs> right. having my acid flashback from Vietnam or anything. <laughs> right, you know, right. this is like for real. Right, right. And, and as soon as I noticed this black thing on my ceiling, a hand in, its, in, a, in, the, in the color of the white that the first yep. thing came into my room, I saw a hand in perfect detail as if I was to take my left hand upside down and place it over your eyes. And so I'm laying it with my heavy head and all of a sudden this hand just comes over me and I'm out. You went to bed. I'm out. I blink and it's morning time. I blink and it's morning time. And I was like, I wake up and I was like, what is going on, dude? Yeah. Did I, was I that tired? I mean, right. I, I've been up 18 days before in meth before. Yeah, world record probably. Right, right. <laughs> you know, right. In a record that, you know, doesn't matter. But, right. you know, I've had some time with some drugs and I've seen some crap. And and yeah. I thought, man, was I like tripping out or something? Was yeah. I got an aftermath or something? Right. You know, because I used to eat like quarter pounds of mushrooms at one sitting <laughs> right. and be right. off for eight days. And right. I don't even know, you know. Right. I came home with a Cambodia shirt one day. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't know where <laughs> right. I was. I, right. you know, right. Don't know where the tracks led me. Yeah. So uh, I don't even know what time it is. Eight in the morning, maybe eight thirty. I go upstairs and mom's sitting at the table. Now, mind you, this is just some quiet, weird thing that happened. And I come upstairs and I'm like, "Hey, morning, mom." And she goes, "Good morning." I was like, whoa, she wants to like. Kind of the way she said it. Yeah, she's like in this stance of sitting down at the table, like we're having a conference. Yeah. You know, like when you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, had that. I'm like, well, okay, I caught that vibe from her. And she's like, good morning. 
And I'm like, hey. She goes, so what kind of drugs were you on last night? I said, nothing, Mom, seriously. I said, I think I had a beer. Yeah. She goes, you sure? No drugs? No, none at all last night? I said, no, actually, I, and I was like, I actually felt pretty good. And then it, I was like, oh, what happened last night? That's right. I remember seeing that thing. Yeah. That freaking white hand came over my eyeballs. And it and I blinked in him. It's now I'm awake and it's morning time. Right. Right. I feel refreshed. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm beat up or anything. Yep. That runs through my head and I go, What did you hear last night? She goes, Was you on drugs? And I was like, No. I promise, you know, I, I was telling the truth. I'm I'm a truthful guy most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I am, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you yeah. know, I mean, I was to mom right. yeah. most of the time. Right, right. Because, you know, me and mom were close. Yep. We was Absolutely. friends. Yep. You know, and I took her criticism well. But uh, she, she was like, well, after you came home, you wasn't home 10, 15 minutes, Brandon, and you were screaming. You've been screaming at the top of your lungs all night. My voice wasn't hoarse, you know, like it is now. Ooh, yeah. I got a, I got a cold, and now I can't talk for a week. Right? No, she's like, you were screaming all night, like, like you were peeling your skin off screaming. She goes, I sat at the top of the stairs for four hours last night praying over you. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened last night? And your st- and your room's at the bottom of the stairs, right there. Yeah. So yep. she's, I mean, it's right there. Yeah. Everything's happening. She wasn't eight feet through the wall right, from right. me. Right, And she goes, the, bird, the birds were going nuts all night, like that somebody was slamming the cage off the wall. Because mom's bird cage was right against the wall. Yep. When mom threw the sheet on, those things were quiet. quiet yeah. Until she took the sheet off. Then they start chirping and coming to life. Right. They were freaking out with the curtain on. She said the bird cage was being slammed against the wall. Upstairs in the living room, just boom, 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 just against yeah. the wall, and and I'm downstairs screaming at the top of my lungs. She said she was so scared, she didn't dare come down and open the door. Right. And I said, well, something weird happened last night, mom. And I told her exactly what I just said yep. about the shafts of light, things like that, and uh, and I was like, I told her this, and she goes, you know, you just witnessed something great and i said what what did i witness did i have a flashback what i don't even know what i'm scared right now right what do you mean i was up all night screaming at the top of my lungs all night she goes brandon you witnessed your spiritual battle you legitly witnessed this now this is in the heat of the moment where my cousin chad's calling me all the time i'm flipping out on him f you man don't talk to me about jesus don't come at me i don't want your god you know, right. that's where I was right. in right. life, in utmost denial. And I sat on my throne at that time. Right. You know, if you know what that means. Absolutely. But yeah, she's like, yeah, you witnessed your spiritual battle. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? Because like when I went to church, it was all like, Jesus loves me. You know, <laughs> butterflies right. taste like chocolate. Nobody right. cares. Right. Right. You know, you color and stuff and you sing some songs. You go home and right. back to being a little butt. Yeah. Again, you weren't, you, know? you didn't know it deep enough. Yeah. You, you, you knew basic, basic church stuff. No, I just knew like some dude named Jesus and we go to church every right. Sunday. I don't right. teach you anything. Yeah. 
Oh, and then they teach you, you know, don't do bad stuff. What are you talking about? You know, everything, I, life didn't seem fun when you was a kid going to church because right. you were like, I can't, what do you mean I can't do that stuff? That looks like fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. But, uh, yeah, so when mom told me that, I was just like, I was scared. Yeah. I, I, I was like, so what's going on? You know, so... Was that legitly angels and demons? And mom goes, yeah. Angels and demons were fighting over you. They were fighting to the point where for some reason, Jesus wanted you to see that. Jesus wanted you to see that. And to this day, um, I always thank the Lord for whatever the reason is that you needed me to see that. Right. Thanks. I don't know why. Right. But thank you, but uh, I was reading in the Bible the other day, and it dawned on me. It said, not that I'm better than anybody, because I'm not. Right. I am not worthy to clean the sandals off of Jesus, or the sand off of Jesus' sandals, just like everybody else. Right. I'm not worthy of anything Christ has given right, me right. at all. But uh, Hebrews, Hebrews 1.14 says, and angels are ministering spirits to those who will inherit salvation mm. not everybody gets to see angels not everybody gets to see anything right they they stand on faith and love of christ without seeing anything and blessed are those people who who see that who don't see anything and believe right but i got to see that and that was the scariest thing i ever saw right to me at the time yep it was the scariest thing and I actually, after mom told me that, I was absolutely dumbfounded. I didn't even know what to think or do about it. And I went downstairs in my room and I closed my door and I said, whoever the hell you guys are, if you can hear me, leave me alone. Both sides. I said, I don't want the dark and I don't want the light. Leave me alone. And my cousin Chad called me that night and he's like, Hey, you want to go to church with me this Sunday? And I was like, yes. <laughs> He's like, like oh, well, uh, okay. Yeah. I go, yeah, what time are you on me at your house? <laughs> right. See, Chad lived in White Bear at yeah. the time with yeah. his mom and dad. And I went out of fear right? because I didn't know what to do. And from what mom sat there and explained to me, I was like, whoa, so this is real. Right. This isn't some Sunday crap. Right. This isn't some, I mean, I got to get up Sunday morning. No, dude, right. it's real now. Right. This is real. And I think, I mean, not to cut you off, but going back to like why you saw that, I, I mean, me personally, and who knows why, but it's like, I just see it as an opportunity for God to, to, to show you because you're so hardened at heart. And, yeah. it's, and it's like, you know what, Possibly, if you want to yeah. be hardened at heart, I'm going to show you something real quick. Uh, just a glimpse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a glimpse of something real. Yeah. You know, and it's like, who knows, but that's. Well, what... dude, just think. It... Yeah, exactly. You know, lucky for me, it was shafts of light and a hand. Right. You know, actually, part of that story before the hand came down yep. over my eyes, that's just a quick story. Yep. I actually noticed something on me and it was sitting over my body and up against the wall. Yeah. And as I followed it and went up to its face, that's when the hand got me. Yeah. And that's when I was like, Whoa. I remember mom saying that part. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. So that you told her that. But anyways, um So you go to church. 
So yeah, I go to church with my cousin Chad up in the city somewhere. And uh, I haven't been to a church since I was 11. I got mom to stop making us go. Yeah. Because I was like, come on, mom. You bugged her and bugged her and bugged her. Yeah. Now I wish I would have asked her to keep going, but whatever. Yep. So anyways, I go to this church and this pastor's talking. And I don't know what's going on. I, I, you know, I don't really know what church is truly like or even Jesus or God or anything at this time. Yeah, yeah. So I go to the I go to this church. I'm sitting there, and there's like a couple thousand people in this church. Yeah, and this dude's talking, and uh, all of a sudden, in the middle of the program, I'm just I had this like overwhelming joy. I, I don't even know if it was joy at the time, but I was just like I felt good. I felt I felt uh, I didn't feel so empty yeah. just being at this church. And uh, pretty soon this little bit of, you know, feeling that I was getting started to turn into like this odd laughter because of this guy, the way he, what he was saying about Jesus. It was like, it was like uh, I was starting to breathe for the first time when I heard this guy talking, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, he stopped in the middle of a sermon. Now I'm sitting like, row 62 or something from the front <laughs> right. you, you know ain't, you ain't close yeah. yeah yeah and it was weird he just walked down the aisle this, that dude's face was like really red for some reason but anyways he walks down the aisle and he stops and he points at me yeah i'm like what i remember chad, chad told me this yeah yeah and he and he goes you come up here and I'm like, what, man? Come on, there's like a couple thousand people here. What do you want me for? What I do? Right. Like, could they smell weed on me? Like, I didn't, I don't <laughs> right, know. Right, you know? right. right. <laughs> so I get up in front of all these people in the middle of this aisle, and he just goes, "Have you ever felt the Lord's love before?" And I, I was like, "No." And he goes, "Well, Jesus wants you to know that He loves you." And he just touched my forehead, and I like fell down. Yeah. And it wasn't like, you know how you see that on TV? You're like, no, no, whatever. Uh. Yeah. No, dude, like I dropped. Like I couldn't stand if I wanted to. Yep. That's how, and, Chad, that's how Chad described it too. Yeah, right? and I fell down. Buckled. Yeah, I fell down on the ground. Yep. And uh, one of the, I guess there was a dude behind me threw this like little red velvet, little blanket over me or whatever. For 45 minutes, I laid there yeah. in the middle of this dude's sermon laughing and crying as hard as I ever have for 45 minutes straight. I was, it was obnoxious. I don't even, this guy must have had to turn his mic up yeah. because it was like, it was like I was being filled and healed at the same time. And I still didn't even realize what this was. I knew it was Jesus though. Yeah. And for the first time in my chest, it felt full in there. Yeah. Like literally it felt full. Yeah. I've never felt that before. And uh, it felt great. It felt amazing. You know, and later that night or whatever, I, I, I forget, you know, I said a prayer or whatever, and I got a Bible given to me. It was just the New Testament. I must have read that thing like a million times, man. Yeah. Like as the months went by, yeah. I don't think it came out of my back pocket forever. Yeah. I wish I still had that thing because... It probably broke. I probably threw it away because it <laughs> right. broke. Right. You know, 
But yeah, that's uh, that's how I came to Jesus, and I quit doing drugs. All my mm. friends thought I was weird. I gave away all my CDs, all my worldly things. I didn't even care. I thought, I'm going to give this all up, man. This dude named Jesus is real, and I actually saw it, Yeah. and I felt it. Yeah. Now, living in a flesh suit, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. You know, that's a really big deal because people will go their whole lives and never feel God's presence. Right. And uh, I think that's horrible to a degree because, dude, there's a reason why God lives like seven heavens up. It's because we'll get smoked <laughs> right? in his presence. Absolutely. He's way too righteous, way too right. holy. And it's so awesome. Yep. You know, dude, Jesus is so freaking awesome. He's so awesome. I don't know. I can't explain it. Yeah. You know, when you wake up in the morning, it's not, oh, thank you, Jesus, for this day. No, Jesus, you are the day. Right. You're the king of kings and yeah. everything has been given to you in the name of God. Yeah. You're the day. Right. Regardless of bad things or good things happen in it, the day is Jesus. Yep. For when he wants to come back, he'll come back because right. he's a king and he's coming back. Yep. But the day is the Lord. Yeah. And it's the, it's the Lord's day. Yeah. And because we were bought and this has all been paid for, we're his for that day. Yep. We're not worried about tomorrow. We're not worried about yesterday. Right. Because we all screw up. We're yep. all broken. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Right. Yeah. That's the great thing. Right. Is Jesus is like, I love you, man. Right. I understand, you know. Right. I, I, I've stubbed my toe a few times. I know where you want to be like, Whoa, you know. <laughs> right. You ever think about that? <laughs> Jesus walking down here and he stubs his toe and he's like, wants to grab the mountain and just... just <laughs> And he's like, well, calm down, calm down. <laughs> Not that he has anger like that, right, but you right. know, dude's got juice. Well, because he's he, got wrath, right? But yeah, <laughs> and he lived it. He lived it. Yeah, he, exactly. He, you know, he knows us. He <clears throat> yeah, came down he, as as the lowest of the low, man. Yep. He washed people's feet. Yep. We're not even worthy to clean his sandals. <laughs> Yeah, you, he empath, <laughs> empathizes with us, and yeah, you couldn't ask you couldn't ask for a better king. You know what you I'm know, saying? You know what's crazy? I thought about this today. There's a reason. There's a reason he's called Father. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. I mean, seriously. Oh yeah. Every everything's of, a model after all, him. Out of all the names he's called in the Bible, right? All the things he's talked about yep. as, and and yep. and this Prince image of, peace, of this that, image yeah. of who he is, right? The Lion and Jesus calls him Father. Yeah. It's pretty I mean, it's, heavy it's, metal, it's if you ask me. It's pretty crazy. I mean, it really is. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool, dude. Yeah. That's so awesome. And yeah, so we got a good king. We do. The best king. And the so, only king. Absolutely. <laughs> and so finding Jesus, how has that, how would you say that's shaped you into like who you are today? You're as a husband, as a man, as a father. Well, I'll tell you, I'm a complete and absolute failure. I have failed at everything. Mm. I've failed at being a brother. I've failed at being a son, a father, mm. an uncle, a dad. I mean, whatever, name it. I failed yeah. at it. Yeah. I still fail at it. Because yep. every day is new. Right. And every day you come into a circumstance where you've never done it before. Yeah. Of course you're going to fail. Thank you, thank you, Lord, for the Bible that you can show us examples of people who already went through things for us so that we can learn from them. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, because that's what it is. Exactly, yeah. I mean, look how horrible some of the things even the saints have done. Right. They've done bad things. Yep, yep. You know, just like us. Right. But yeah. But it's a gr- but that's what's cool. And and so I heard this today. Actually, I was, I was watching a different podcast, and the dude says, he said, what frustrates me the most is when people find Jesus, right? And they accept they accept him into their life. Yep. And they think now everything's just easier like that. Yeah. Like right. things are going to change. I'm yeah. no longer going to wrestle with these addictions. I'm no longer going to struggle. Right. It's yeah. just every, my whole life's going to look different from here on out. And it does look different to a degree, but there's a process to that. And that's why the Bible talks about sanctification. Yeah. There's a refining process. Right. And so, yeah, we're getting, forever, we're getting burned forever, like gold, man. Forever. Yeah. And it never ends. Yeah, till we're fulfilled. Right. Till we come in, because we're only impartial right now. Yep. We're in this little mist of piss time. Yeah. You know, God stand outside. He can see Adam all the way yep. to the end. Yep. At, at a glance. Right. You know? And we're just this little, like, little storm that came through yeah. for a moment. And the Yeah, and the cool, the cool <laughs> thing he uses as an example is the, the Israelites freed out of Egypt. Yeah. One single moment. And they're freed, but they wander in the desert for forty years. Yeah, and look, dude, they they were they were they followed a shaft of fire at night, right? In a pillar of dust during the day. Right. Think of the things that they saw. Yeah, I mean, Mount Sinai's on fire right. for how long? And they're just down there, like, want to make some calves? <laughs> right, this is bull right, crap. Dude. I'm sick of waiting for Moses, right, dude? Yeah, and they could look right up and see God, right? Just you yeah. know. And Ever they, look up Mount Sinai? That's so cool. I haven't. Dude. It's sweet, though. It's in Saudi Arabia. Like, the real Mount Sinai, yeah. not the real Mount Sinai. The real Mount Sinai. <laughs> right. Dude, there's, like, p- pictures of, like, you know, calves and stuff, yeah. and they find, like, altars. That's cool. And the top of the mountain's legitly burnt. Is they break really? a little piece of rock off, and the burn goes through Seriously. almost two inches into the rock. Yeah, it's the only it's the only mountain out in the desert that's just scorched on the top. It Weird. literally looks like it had a bonfire on it for, like, out. ten years. That's yeah, cool. It's crazy. But yeah, he just said that, and I was like, "No way, dude! Like that's such a good, it's such a good example of patience, and and it's time, like it's growth." Yeah, right. And it's always you're always going through that; it never ends. Yeah, I'll tell you, the devil has two big battles. The one before you accept Christ, hmm. because you're 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 of the world, man. Right. You're living a life in the graveyard. Yeah. You're living destruction and don't even know it. Right. The devil, as long as he can keep you buried and buried and buried, yep. you know, he wins. Right. But Jesus, I mean, dude, you can't outflex the, the boss, man. You can't, you you can't. can't outflex him. <laughs> no. No, that's cool. No, but. I like that. Yeah, so the devil gets his one battle to try to get you to not accept Christ. Right. And then through sanctification, dude, Lucifer's a, he's a smart guy. He's been yeah. around for oh, a long yeah. time. He knows yep. the scriptures. Right. He saw them happen. Right. You know, yep. I mean, he saw it all. Right. He, he's not weak. He's really intelligent. Right. And that's his he's power snake, is to man. speak to you. He's a snake. Yeah. He, he make the most innocent thing, even though it's sin, look right. like it's okay. Right. I mean, you know. Yep. Absolutely. He's the true enemy. Right. But he will always come at you. He will always make you question your salvation. He will always make you question if you're even doing it right. This is why when you're a new believer, don't 
don't pull out the do's and don'ts list. Well, I can't do this and I can't do that. I could do that. I could do that. I mean, are you really worried if you're supposed to be eating pork or not? Right. Follow Jesus. Right. Do the old predator part one, Arnold Schwarzenegger and that other dude, you know, freaking grip right there and jump into him. Yeah. That's all Jesus wants us to do is, is grab his hand and get out of the boat and walk on the water with him. Right. That's all he wants. Right. He wants a full sacrifice of our lives to, for him. Yeah. So when you jump into the boat, now your head is so high above the water that it doesn't even matter anymore. You're above the quarrelings of this world. You're above the issues that stand in front of you. Mm. Because what is it? Right. Even if you get murdered, ooh, big deal. Right. Because I know where I'm going. Right. It's the whole thing. Every So everybody thinks, oh, yeah, like you were saying, oh, I'm going to get with Jesus and it'll be easier. No, it gets really rough. It gets way rougher. The seas are like in a constant state of Hurricane <laughs> 7. Right. Category 7. Right. Where you're out there like, we're going to die. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Yeah, that's sure. life, Absolutely. dude. But Jesus is just like, when he brings your head above water, you're like, whoa, really? Yeah. That's all I have to do is just give you everything? So what does that mean? Because I've heard all these pastors my whole life, they're always like, oh, you just got to do this. Oh, you right. just got to give it to the Lord. What does that mean? Give it to the Lord. How right. do I do that? How do you do that? How right. do I give it to the Lord? Yep. It's in your faith. You, you give him everything because he's given you everything. Right. You have to jump in. You can't be a father from upstairs when your kids are always downstairs. Can you? No, no. You have to get down there. Eye level. Yeah. You have yeah. to sit with them and right. get in their face. Right. That's the same thing. Jesus expects from us. We're to be, like a child where we're like, we need you. Everything we need, yeah. we need from you. Yep. Everything we need is from you and we need you. Well, that's like coming to the kingdom of God like a child. Because we can't do anything on our own. Right. Without him, we are nothing. Yep. Without him, we can do nothing. Right. Therefore, we should give him everything because mm-hmm. we everything we have is because of him. Right. It's so simple, actually. Yeah. It's so simple. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody thinks it's so hard. It's, it's the way that the devil likes to throw everything at you. Right. Oh, you're a Christian now. Here's all the do's and don'ts. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck, man. Good luck. But Jesus is like, no, 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 no. When you trip, I'm gonna make you feel it. Oh yeah, he's a lion, dude. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Yep. Yeah. But if you if you're at a constant eye level with the Lord all the time. Because of the way he renews your mind. Because that's what it is. It's addictions and all that stuff. I, I struggle with that myself. Like smoking cigarettes, and weed and stuff like that. I, I've struggled with that. Yeah. I've been sober from drinking for a couple years now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I was pretty bad. Yeah. So this is the gap. So I got saved when I was younger. Yeah. I fell right into the world. Because the foundation that I was built on, in my relationship with Jesus, it wasn't built on the rock it was built on the sand all day you're saying when you first yeah okay yeah so. because what's the foundation you, you know you get saved you're saved the holy spirit right comes down right goes inside you dwells inside yep. you seals you till the day of redemption yep. but what's your foundation yep but you can still walk away 
Right. You can still reject God and not have anything to do with him. Right. You know? So when you come back, he's always there for you. You're never too far gone. Right. You're never too far gone. Yep. You know? But you always got to give everything you got to the Lord. Everything. Because it's not you that has the job. It's not you that had a bad day at work or you that has to do all this stuff at work. No, the Lord has placed you in this place for a reason. Right. In this time with the people around you. We could be living in like, you know, 1947 or, you know, 1821. Right. But no, this is where we're at. Right. There's purpose to that. Yeah, there's a reason for right. it. And there's a right. reason why everybody, there's a reason why we're brothers. Yep. There's a reason why Luke is even involved in our lives. Right. It's because the Lord wanted it that way. Right. Because you truly don't understand how much control the Lord really has till he shows you that he has all that control. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I yeah, love that. Dude, our king is great. Absolutely. He's the best there is. Yeah. <laughs> and so... My last question yeah. is, so someone someone that's on the other side of the, of the lens right now that's struggling with whether it's drugs, alcohol, whatever, what's your advice to them or to someone who is on the fence with God? If you guys are going through anything, it doesn't matter what it is. Just remember... Jesus is the only way. And every decision that you make, ask yourself, does this glorify my father? Hmm. Does this glorify my king? When I come home and want to sit on the couch, does that glorify the Lord? No. Should I rest? Yeah, of course we should rest. But it, would, it, would it glorify the Lord for me to help with the dishes? Would it glorify the Lord for me to have FaceTime with my kids? Would it glorify the Lord for me to share in the house duties? Mm. Yes, it would. Yeah. Because the Lord, think about it. If you go back, Adam and Eve, it wasn't Eve deceived that tricked Adam. No, dude. The first family was attacked. Right. The first family <laughs> was broken. Yep. The first family was dysfunctional. Right. Adam and Eve and their kids. Right. They blew it, man. They screwed up. The foundation of the family is God. Right. God, yep. the father, you know, yep. the wife, the kids. Yep. That all stems out of God. It, cre it, it creates what God meant it to be, and that's a, a unity family. Yep. Jesus is in God. God is in Jesus. We're in Jesus. Yep. And Jesus is in us. Yeah. It's a unity if you if you read in uh oh what is it man i forget what the heck book it is it's the it's the the actual prayer jesus dishes out i think it's like chapter 17 i forget what book it is right off the top of my head yeah uh it might even be john 17 i can't remember but the lord prays to god mm. it's not the lord's prayer it's Jesus prays to God right. and he prays for us yeah. before he even dies. Thousands of years later, he prays for us, Yeah, you know? So you, you sit there and you think like, wow, man. And in that prayer, he prays for the unity, the unity 
of his people. Yeah. And, and what do we see today in our churches? Oh, I'm non-denominational. Well, I'm a Baptist. You know, right. I got snakes and whatever, you know. Right. I'm yeah. Orthodox, which I think Orthodox church is like so old school and cool. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Because we all land under the banner of Christ. Right. To to call yourself anything is bull crap. Right. And if there's any pastors listening, we are under the banner of Jesus and nothing else. Division in the church is from the devil, and that's the only thing that it is. To claim that you're Baptist and to claim that you're Catholic and to claim that you're Orthodox is goes against everything. It goes against everything. Yeah. We are to hail under one banner, under one king. What's the problem? Right. The body of Christ needs to come and right. be united right. under the banner of Jesus. Yep. There shouldn't be any church out there that says anything besides Jesus' house. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, 10 o'clock party. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, Yeah. I do wish we had some heavy metal churches out there, though, because <laughs> when I close my eyes, that's all I can see is, like, Jesus on that white horse, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's not all like, you it's know, awesome. flutes and layers or whatever, harps and stuff when Jesus right. walks into a right. room. It's like heavy metal, like, you know, <laughs> think about it. Yeah. He's hardcore, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. But for anybody on the fence, was your second part of the question? Yeah, so there, there's the part about addiction and struggles and that sort of thing, and then someone that's on the fence with God. Yeah. And just oh, kind of teetering, like, do, do I, do I want to believe, like, do I even want to go down that road or not? Well, for on the for the people on the fence who don't know about God or are interested but unsure, back in the day before there was any type of record keeping or anything, all you had was your word. Hmm. All you had was your word to your neighbor. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Bill. Hey, could you watch my chickens tomorrow while I'm out of town getting some hay? <laughs> sure thing, Charlie. And then you come back and there's four chickens dead. Right. And you're right. like, Bill, what's up, dude? Did you <laughs> right. not? Did You said you was going to watch my chickens. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Well, there goes all that trust. So anyways, basically what I'm saying is it's all you had was your word, right? Right. Well, when Jesus came and the prophets in the Old Testament came, they're all eyewitnesses. Right. They witnessed these things. That's all they had was their yeah. word. Yeah. So for people that are on the fence, it's the testimony of Jesus that makes Jesus real. It's the testimony. It's the from the eyewitness to the eyewitness of what happened to you to the eyewitness that happened to Esther in 1948. Right. Everything that Jesus does and people and are shown that Jesus works in their lives is a testimony that he's real. Right. Right? Yep. So yep. if if you want to know if Jesus is real, cry out his name with the intent in your heart. Right. To actually seek him. Right. And he'll show up. Yeah. He might be scary. You might see some crazy angels or something. <laughs> right. But you might not see nothing at all. Right. But what you will see and what other people will see is when you start to follow Christ, they will see him work in your life. Hmm. They will, people will be like, man, you notice uh, 
you know, Charlie don't do this anymore or Charlie don't do that no more. That's that's the testimony. Right. The truth. On the scary side, I, I don't like it when people say, well, if you don't accept Christ, you're going to go to hell. Mm. That is the truth. Yeah. But it's it's not, do you want to choose bad or good for your eternity? Right. No, it's the truth. Read the Bible. Find out that it's true. Right. The Bible's historic. Yeah. And accurately, it's been proven I don't know how many times. Never just, been disproven. Exactly. Right. And, and it's not even about that. Right. What it's what it's about is it's the truth, right? The truth, and if you seek the truth, if you want to know if aliens are real, if you want to know how this and that of the world was made, it's all right there in the Bible, man. Right, all of it. You know, all these gods that the people used to worship. Yeah, those were probably fallen angels, like some of the stories of the Bible say. Yeah, hands down. You know. Yeah. So, I don't know. Get off the fence. That's what I say. Right. Get off the fence because the time will come when there isn't any more time for you to decide. Right. That's where you don't want to be. Yeah. On the side where you're like, I'm sorry, Jesus, with all of with all the hurt that it will take him, and all the pain that it will cause him to shut the door. Yeah. And say now is the time where salvation is over because we're at the end, dude. Right. You know. I mean, I don't know where we're at now in the end. Right. You know, for all we know, you know, it's 2038. I mean, right. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> right. And we shouldn't even be worried about when nope. Jesus is right. coming back, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. But but that's but that's a that's a fact, and that's a reality. Is you we yeah. will eventually run out of time. Yep. And whether you don't want to run out of time. Whether he comes back or you pass away. Yeah. You, you'll run out of time. Your clock will tick, and it, it'll eventually run out of sand. Yeah. And for the fence sitters, man. You know you don't belong in this world. You've felt it your whole life. Mm. You've never belonged. You've always been an outcast. You're the, you're the ones. We're the ones that don't belong here. Right. We don't belong here. The people that are of this world that God even knows, even though he's come at them a bajillion times in their lives, will never accept right. him, right. and they will, they will die in their sin. Yeah. Sorry, man, that's what the Bible says. You'll die in your sin. Right. But if you want to really know what the truth is, dude, it's all about the Lord. Right. It's all about Jesus. That's awesome. <laughs> I just can't wait. I just can't, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope there's heavy metal concerts. That's going to happen. <laughs> you know, think about it. Yeah, you go to church. You go to church now, and it's all like, do, do, do. And everybody's like just waking up. But your pastor Sipping comes coffee. out and goes, everybody get up. <laughs> You know, and I was just like, <laughs> and everybody's like, Grandma Esther's in the back going, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We make a joyful noise, noise unto the Lord, on the Lord every day that's in awesome. praise and worship, but a joyful noise to you is different than different what it is to, you. to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. If you look at Jesus probably through heavy metal, dude, so there. sick. There's probably just concert venues everywhere up there. Yeah. Go to your own based <laughs> on what you like. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome, man. I, yeah, uh, that was super cool. I'm yeah, glad, I I, uh, I hope uh, anybody you listening, you know, I I I just hope that if you're not with the Lord, you choose to seek the truth because He'll show it to you. Yeah, Jesus even says, "Watch me," 
in the Bible. Give yourself to me and I will show you what I can do. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Because he will. Absolutely. You got to jump all the way out of the boat, Peter. Yep. Quit looking at your feet and just focus on Christ and you'll never sink. Right. And there'll be times where the waves get so bad, you'll get splashed with water and you'll go down a couple times. Yep. But that's fighting the good fight. Yep. This is, this is Jesus that pulls yeah. you back up. It's not you. Yep. Yep. It's not you in any way. Yep. Jesus pulled you back up and was like, wasn't that scary? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that was a big right wave. Here, that dude. was a big Just wave. Right but here. but yeah. who's still standing? We yeah. are, right. buddy. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, that's Jesus, man. It's running the race. Yeah. And that's sanctification. Right. It's just renewing your mind. Yep. You're... You find out it's it's actually when I went through the sanctification. Oh, I still am. Yeah. We all are. Yeah. yeah, it's it's depressing at a time right. because we're so of this world. We're so of this world. That's all we know. Yep. That's all we know is our flesh. Yep. That's all we know is, you know, fire bad. I mean, yeah, our hearts are hardened. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We're selfish. Right. We're selfish little brats. Yep. And we'll do what we want to do. Right. You know, but man, once you find out the truth, right? And he changes your mind. The Holy Spirit always guides you back to the Lord. But when your mind gets changed, do they? How could you go back? Right? How could you go back to this crap world right. that doesn't love you, that wants nothing to do with you? Lucifer yep. just wants to destroy you. Yep. How could you ever go back to that? Right. Once you find out the truth, man, it's just yeah. I don't know. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's super cool. It's been, yeah. no, it's been really fun. I I pray for it. I've been praying for it a lot lately. It's just been on my heart. Like the work God's, I can see God working in people around me. Yeah. And it's amazing. Well, yeah. Like it's so cool. Like you and Luke and my BJ, my father-in-law, and it's like just certain people and it's like man like it, it makes you it almost makes you cry because you're just you're so happy yeah you are you know what yeah. i mean it's like it's just so cool to see that and uh <laughs> yeah it's just awesome man and, and the impact you guys have on those around you and the influence you have yeah it's it's really cool i know i you know every time somebody talks to me think about it like if every time somebody talked talked to you you spoke scripture. <laughs> right. People would be like, okay, this yeah. guy. You know? Okay, yeah. But basically, that's how life is. Right. Anytime anything comes up against you, scripture. I mean, look at Jesus' temptation. Right. You know. Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. You know, I was watching YouTube the other day. Okay, so this is like a quick little one-minute yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Long time ago, I was praying. I was praying in the spirit because when you Pray in tongues with yourself. You're praying in the spirit. It's for individual growth. It's sure. not a part of the body of Christ, like in a church, yeah. to where there's stipulations and stuff, like how Paul writes. But when you're when you're speaking in tongues in prayer with the Father, when you're alone, you know crazy things happen. Weird things come out of your mouth sometimes. And this one time I was driving, I was praying in tongues. I probably shouldn't because I almost crashed like four times. But anyways. <laughs> This weird name, names used to come to my mouth. Like all of a sudden, like somebody's full name would come out. Yeah. You know, like, like uh, this one time, Will Williamson or Will Williamson came out. And I go, that's a weird name. It's like 
Bill Williamson or Will Williamson. Like, what an odd name. Why would yeah, you name your yeah. kid like yeah. a double standard thing like that? Right. Yep. Will Williamson. Dude, I was watching YouTube the other day, and it's like, and we got Will Williamson here. He, <laughs> he just got attacked by the cops, and they tasered him. And, and I was like, was that the Will Williamson I was praying for? <laughs> right. Dude, like, like yeah. I was like, no way. That's awesome. I actually was like, Man, he's still getting in trouble. I actually prayed for Will Williamson <laughs> That's again. Awesome. It was funny. I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that up because I thought that was funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to pray for other people. Yeah, for sure. Especially the Jewish people and the body of Christ, man. I mean, the body of Christ needs to come united yeah. under the banner of God. And the Jews, ah, oh, man, read the Bible. Right. I know you guys Still. got all that old school stuff, but we read the same stuff. Right. We see that it's Jesus in the Old Testament. Read what it says in the New Testament about your about about right. you. Right. You're God's chosen people. Read what the New Testament says about you, right. because everything you guys are doing today, it's in the New Testament. Right. Yeah. It's proof, dude. Right. Wake up. Right. Jesus is coming back. Right. You're God's chosen people. Quit wandering in the wilderness. Right? <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you guys had me on here. This was pretty cool. Yeah, it's awesome, man. We've we've been yeah, we've been really anticipating this. It's been yeah. awesome. I hope uh I hope glory will be given to the Father with the things that were said yeah, tonight. It will be for sure. In some way. Yeah. It you will know, be that's all that matters. Yeah. No, I'm thankful you I'm thankful you came on and I know mom would be really proud of you. Oh yeah. I know she would be. Yep. What's cool is, you know, I think about mom a lot now that she's gone. And what's cool is I get to read my mom's Bible. Mm. Like I, all her notes are in there mm. and I get to read over it. Yeah. That is the coolest thing so I think cool. I've yeah. ever been given besides salvation. Yeah. Is that. Yeah. Was It's, it's strange and it's yeah. humbling at the same time. Right. Because sometimes you're like, I understand that, but mom has no notes here. Right. But then you read something and you're like, I don't even get it. And mom's notes are like, oh, it's plain and simple. So it's <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Miss Mamo. I yeah. love her a lot. Yeah. I'm glad she's in heaven with Jesus. Absolutely, man. And Absolutely. I pray I pray everybody goes to heaven because that is the Lord that is the Lord's will. Yeah. F- you know, if you stand in the Lord's will and you pray in the Lord's will, he'll never say no. Yeah. Remember, it's the intention of your heart. Right. That he sees when you pray. Yeah. He judges your heart. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I think, do I even have to pray or can I just go? Because <laughs> right. you see it all. He knows. Yeah, but you know, you should pray. That's that intentionality. <laughs> he wants intentionality. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, dude. I love you. Yeah, I love you too, man. I'm so glad you guys had me on here. It's so. awesome. It'll be good. So next week i don't know what we're doing next week we'll come up with a plan i guess but um hope you guys enjoyed this hope you took something away from it um and uh yeah man this is this has been powerful it's been really cool so we'll see you back next week we got to say crooked sticks out crooked sticks (laughs) crooked sticks boys (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome